The mortgage industry never stays still. With interest rates moving, companies changing, and regulation increasing, there's always another story. This is The Principle, where we break it down daily and take a deeper dive into the issues. I'm Christine Stewart, Editorial Director for the Mortgage News Network. Let's pay it down. But first, a word from our sponsors. This podcast is brought to you by PennyMac TPO, the lending partner with the products, people, and technology to serve your customers and help you grow your business in the best ways possible. It's why they say, at PennyMac, greatness lives here. PennyMac TPO is a division of PennyMac Loan Services, LLC, equal housing lender. NMLS ID number 35953. Loans not available in New York. Licensed by the Department of Business Oversight under the California Residential Mortgage Lending Act. Conditions and restrictions may apply. We've heard from plenty of experts who are worried that we're headed for a recession, but now members of the Federal Reserve have expressed some optimism about their ability to rein in inflation. So have things changed, or is there just disagreement from experts? I'm Mike Savino, head of multimedia for the Mortgage News Network, and today I'm joined by John Rosen, a business professor at the University of New Haven. John, thanks for joining me. Thank you for having me. Nice to be here. So, John, we, we just are getting the minutes from the Fed's meeting earlier this month, and, and we're seeing remarks from even some of the Fed's own members who are optimistic about the economy. Tell me a little bit more about what they said and, and sort of what that shows about what members of the Fed are thinking. So, first of all, the overall sentiment coming out of the meeting, uh, as you probably already discovered or mentioned to your listeners, was that uh, inflation is uh, going to continue and the Fed plans to be relatively aggressive in uh, interest rate hikes. Um, There were, as you point out, some dissenting opinions, if you will, in the uh, the minutes. Uh, Some uh, um, members of the board continue to feel, uh, (laughs) nobody uses the word transitory anymore, but continue to feel that we can get through this without having to hike interest rates so high that we uh, inflict a recession to get uh, to get prices under control, and, the, and that we can, uh, as the British used to say, muddle through. Um, as I, I think the the positive note in all that for uh, you know for people who are trying to decide whether or not to take out a mortgage or whatever, what have you is that that's what the board is supposed to do. They're supposed to debate. That's why they have a board rather than just one person making making the decision. And the members of the board are chosen because they, you know, they come from different regions of the country and so forth, and they, they see different things in their, in their local economy. So the debate occurs within the uh, uh, meeting, and you can, um, uh, you can find green shoots, uh, points of light, or whatever euphemism you want to use in the economic data right now. But the preponderance of data indicates continued inflation and um, uh, and, and probably a recession. And so why, why do we see so much disagreement? I mean, even Fed Chair Jerome Powell has said recently that efforts to, to have this quote-unquote soft landing, as he calls it, where we're going to bring down this kind of inflation without a recession, that's going to be really hard to do. Of course, he's not going to come out and just tell us that we're headed for a crash because that would be self-fulfilling. But why is there disagreement even within members of the Fed? 
why is it so hard for experts to agree on on whether or not we're going to be headed for a recession? Um, I suppose the short answer is everybody has their own opinions. And as uh, um, uh, Mark Twain is reputed to have said, forecasting is difficult, especially when it involves the future. Um, um, predicting the future um, is, is difficult for all of us, including experts, precisely because we're talking about human beings and their responses to the very actions they're talking about. Uh, what do I mean by that? You cannot predict um, whether, how rapidly or how aggressively consumers will change their spending habits in relation to inflation or whether or not employers, small businesses will slow down hiring or try to gut it out and uh, stick with um, um, higher employment costs. And, and that, it may sound like I'm just belaboring the obvious, but that's sort of it. Your, your question is, why is there disagreement? There's disagreement because we're talking about uh, the future. Your de uh, a deeper level of your question goes something like, well, yeah, we're talking about the future, but we pay these experts a lot of money and they have a lot of credentials. Why do they disagree? And I, I would remind everybody of the raging arguments on cable TV uh, about between experts about what to do about the pandemic very recently. Was it a good idea or a bad idea to make us all wear masks? Was it a good idea or a bad idea um, to close schools and, and, and uh, make kids stay at home for a long time? Experts disagree on a lot of things in a lot of industries and economics and banking is no different. Don't miss the nation's largest show for successful mortgage pros. Originator Connect returns to Planet Hollywood in Las Vegas, August 18th through the 21st. See us at OriginatorConnect.com. It's simply the greatest mortgage conference in the known universe. OriginatorConnect.com. And if I heard you correctly, you said you do think that we're headed for a recession. Uh, what, what are you looking at when you make that forecast and, and put in context when you say a recession, how how much of a recession you think we might be looking at? Um, what uh, so to answer the first part of your question um, first, um, the the things I look at most closely um, are uh, the things like uh, small business uh, confidence and the behavior of small businesses. That's partly because my consulting practice. Uh, uh, involves consulting to small uh, small companies and small businesses, and as you probably know, they uh, they employ the vast majority of uh, of uh, people in this country. They are uh, faced with rising labor costs and now rising costs to finance their business. And all small businesses live on uh, sort of traditional bank loans by and large, um, and they are concerned um, and they're kind of caught in a vice. They can't find the people to hire, um, but when they do, it's very expensive. Then they can't find the products they need to run their business, whatever it is, because of supply chain shortage. And they see interest rates go going up, which will increase their costs even more. Uh, if small businesses, or I should say a majority or a large number of small businesses eventually slam on the brakes that will 
uh, hit the economy uh, pretty hard, which will lead to a recession. Your second question is, uh, do I expect it to be a bad one? Uh, and, and my short answer is, is no. I don't see anything in the numbers that I look at that indicates we're going to have anything like um, the late 70s or uh, after the 2008 crash. Now, the minute I say that, <laughs> a lightning will strike and you'll say, well, that guy Rosen, he was an expert who disagreed and, <laughs> and, and he was wrong. But that's, you asked me my prediction for the future, a mild recession. We may already be in the middle of it, given the GDP numbers that came out today. And our audience is, is largely uh, mortgage loan originators. So, you know, speaking to them, what what should what should loan originators and people in finance in general, what exactly should they be getting ready for with this recession, especially since you look at, you know, home prices continue to go up. Interest rates are also going up. And one of the reasons home prices keep going up is because wage growth, one of the things that the Fed is trying to address uh, is going up so much that home prices are escalating, but people are still finding the money to buy houses. What what should people in this industry be getting ready for and how do they get ready for that? Um, I think, first of all, mortgage originators have, you know, plenty of very sophisticated models to, to guide them. Um, and, and, you know, I don't want to sound like a smart aleck or anything, but, you know, the first thing is, is they ought to pay attention closely to the things they're supposed to pay attention to, right? Like the income and the credit history of the people applying for the loan and, and, and the collateral. Uh, the minute they see some, pervasive weakness in things like income or uh, late payments that should set off uh, serious um, alarm bells in their business. If they're originators, they probably eventually sell the loans so they don't have to worry too much about non-payment except insofar as that affects the broader economy uh, and eventually their broader business. Um, I would also, if I were in the mortgage origination business, be re- watching very closely the trend in housing prices. Right? The whole thing is is built, I'm not going to say house of cards or anything, a Ponzi scheme, but it, it's built on assumptions about the value of the homes and, and that value continuing to rise at a, um, at a certain pace. If that starts to slow down, or good heavens, if how price housing prices start to decline. Um, if I were an originator, I'd be very, very careful about uh, who I lent money to in an environment where the underlying asset prices were not rising as fast as they have been. John, thank you so much for your insight. Thank you. The minutes from the May meeting also show that the Fed's Open Market Committee raised its target range for the benchmark rate to a peak of 3.13%. A survey of members showed support for half-point rate increases in June and July, followed by another 125 basis points by the middle of next year. We'll have the rest of your headlines right after this word. This podcast was brought to you by PennyMac TPO. Visit tpo.pennymac.com to learn more about becoming a partner and starting your journey to greatness. Here's the rest of your headlines for today, May 26th. Sandra Thompson is finally able to ditch the interim label after becoming the director of the Federal Housing Finance Agency. The U.S. Senate confirmed her appointment with a party-line vote. 
home affordability continues to drop as home prices and interest rates keep increasing faster than wages. The NBA says the states where home affordability is at its worst are Idaho, Nevada, Arizona, California, and Utah. On a related note, home sales slid for the sixth straight month, according to the National Association of Realtors. And finally, Lakeview Loan Services is facing at least a dozen lawsuits in the wake of a major cyber attack. The attack compromised the personal data of an estimated 2.5 million mortgage borrowers. Quick programming note, we'll be off until Tuesday, May 31st, but you can stay up to date with the latest headlines at mortgagenewsnetwork.com. This has been The Principle, a Mortgage News Network podcast. All episodes are produced by T.G. Cotemporor and Matthew Mullins. Mike Savino is head of multimedia and Christine Stewart is editorial director. The opening theme was Status by Jamie Bathgate and the music you hear now is Glossy by Skygaze. You can find episodes of The Principle at www.mortgagenewsnetwork.com or you can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to rate and review so that others can find it. Thanks for listening.